Many Australians, particularly young families, are escaping the rat race and heading to the country. Uh, Well, we knew this from the pandemic, of course, but the latest regional movers index from the Regional Australia Institute shows some unexpected areas that have become regional hotspots, uh, and they're all conspicuously distant from Melbourne and Sydney. Yeah, you wouldn't guess. Some are calling this a regional renaissance, when towns suddenly are full up, the cafes are full, you can't get a park on Main Street. Uh, There's certainly no short-term accommodation. That seems to be the one that goes first. Uh, And look, some people might have an issue with that, but certainly a lot of people from country towns are dying for a bit of reinvigoration. It's what we've heard for decades, if not centuries. Uh, I'd love to know from you, have you noticed this in your town uh, or towns near you? Uh, And do you think it's the space that people are drawn towards, perhaps the value of a house and... uh, well, what's people? What are people uh, being drawn to this town for? Love to hear from you. Zero four one eight double two six five seven six is the text line. Uh, another vote goes to Tura in South Gippsland. My, this text from Phil says, "My daughter goes to Tura pu- uh, Public School. We moved down here from Flemington five years ago. I don't know if it's a hot spot, but the main strip has potential, if not much happening at the moment. Also, a chronic lack of housing, Airbnb leads to crisis, and cafes in nearby Foster struggling for staff." Well. Sounds like that is uh, ready to be uh, right for the plucking, if you like. This one too, Wynyard in northwest uh, Tasmania, apparently has a maritime climate, has the Inglis River nearby, good walks, amenities, friendly, and it has its own airport connection to Melbourne. Uh, Bertie is voting for the town of Castlemaine. Uh, it's a great town, only an hour and a half from Melbourne. You've got a hospital, you've got uh, proximity to Bendigo, and they host the state festival. Great coffee, great food, clean air. Bertie loves Castlemaine. What about you? Love to hear from you. 0418 One of these towns is Port Pirie, the regional industrial South Australian town where the Spencer Gulf meets the York Peninsula at the foot of the Flinders Ranges. It had the greatest net internal migration growth last year, an almost fourfold increase and uh, the Port Pirie Regional Council CEO, Peter Ackland, joins me now. Welcome to RN Drive, Peter. Afternoon, Andy. This is an incredible increase, fourfold. Uh, what do you put this down to? How do you explain, uh, I mean, I'm sure you can explain the appeal of your town, but w- w- why have people figured it out recently? Well, I guess all the things you just said in the lead up to this, the pandemic has got people thinking about where they really want to be and what they really want from life. And I guess in our case, um, we have an industry here that is well established, is crying out for jobs um, and can be quite specialist jobs. You mentioned we're not far from the coast. We've got the Southern Flinders Ranges, 20 minutes from where I'm sitting currently at the moment, and another wine region, world-renowned wine region in the Clare Valley, less than an hour away. So you can drive to Adelaide and get on a plane uh, within two hours from here. So I think people are just starting to understand that you can come and live in a region, we've got good connectivity, you can work from home or you can work in an industry here and still enjoy, I guess, a greater lifestyle. Um, our houses are reasonably well affordable in comparison to city uh, areas. So there's a whole range of factors, but um, I guess we're just really, really um, happy that we've been recognised as well as other regional areas as well. There's things to do and see in regional areas and Port Pirie is one of those. So are these people coming from other cities, towns or regional areas? So the information we've had from the from the report basically doesn't go into detail about 
like general locations. What they've said about Piri is that generally people are coming to Piri from other regional areas, um, but I guess it's really just a matter of people um, in other places moving out of the city and out to the metro areas. But the thing we've found from, from this report is that regional area people are coming to Port Piri, um, as I said, for the kinds of things, jobs, lifestyle, available housing um, that we have here. I don't mean to be unkind, but there was a running joke about Port Piri that if uh, that you'd see the turn off for the town on the highway and keep driving, uh, and I don't mean that unkindly at all. But it seems to be that reputation's in the rearview mirror, so to speak. What's being done to counter this sort of image problem and, and, and in actively entice people to the region now? Well, I guess, and that's on the back of some of the things that have just recently happened. So, yes, we, we've heard that. Um, local Port Pirie people love Port Pirie, and I think this report is starting to show that the, the secret's out a little bit now and people are, more people are starting to come and, and, and see what we've got here. But as an example, um, the Upper Spencer Gulf regions, which is where we're located, the State Government of South Australia have, have highlighted our region as a, basically a green energy powerhouse for South Australia. So in terms of Local um, examples of that from Port Pirie, we've just had a eight hundred thousand dollar sorry eight hundred thousand solar panel, one hundred and forty megawatt battery, six hundred and fifty million dollar solar farm approved essentially right next door. So it's going to capture that green energy and have that put back into the grid and available to people locally for use. Uh, the people that I, the company that operates the smelter, um, they are investigating currently a seven hundred and fifty million dollar green hydrogen plant. So not just a hydrogen plant, but a green hydrogen plant where they can produce essentially green energy. Now they are expecting to make a financial decision about that towards um, end of the first quarter, second quarter this year. It's just another example of the fact that there are opportunities here for our region to turn what was the stigma you've talked about, which was an old industrial city into a new, cleaner, greener and environmentally sensitive um, energy powerhouse, for, in this case, for South Australia. So it's quite exciting, the jobs and opportunities that go with that new technology that comes to do those kinds of jobs. That is quite a 180 in reputation because obviously, as you said, the town's main employer is the lead smelter. There's always that uh, perception, whether it be right or wrong, about you know health and, and lead dust and those sorts of things. I wonder if there's a double-edged sword here, Peter, that now uh, you're being recognised as this uh, you know, regional hotspot, your population's quadrupling. Uh, where, where are they all living? I mean, are you getting problems with vacancies or high vacant, um, vacancy rates? Uh, is that going to be the next challenge here? Well, that, that is the current challenge and it is for many regional areas in, in Australia now. So I guess that what comes with the problem or the, the benefit of increasing population and all the things that that brings to a location becomes with, OK, where do we house people? How do we get more shops? What happens to the sporting facilities? So I guess the other thing that's really beneficial here in South Australia is the state government have partnered with ourselves and also um, Nearstar, the operator of the smelter, to start Form, essentially form a task force to start to look at all these kinds of issues that need to be dealt with. So we're recognising the, the past issues we've had in Port Pirie and we're starting to have a, a proactive way of trying to deal with them. Housing and the infrastructure that's needed to support new housing is just one of those things. So as, the, as part of the task force work, we are currently looking at how do we start to unlock more housing in a reasonably quick way, because we need it now, um, to support the people that want to come and relocate to our area.
A lot of lessons, uh, Peter, that you're learning now that a lot of regional areas uh, and communities will no doubt uh, take to heart. Peter Ackland is the CEO of the Port Pirie Regional Council. Long may Port Pirie prosper, Peter. Thanks, Andy. As I said, we we are really, really excited about our future. Um, we think there's opportunities uh, now. We know there's opportunities now to, to start changing, I guess, our future from what people have thought about us in the past. And it's great to see reports such as this starting to recognise that it's not just talk. Things are starting to happen. Good on you, Peter. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Andy. ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.